we were talking like how cool would it be to do the employee reviews on the podcast i'm like yeah let's do it employee review i mean so are we going to get into all my faults yeah, what's, oh, what's, yeah. What's, <laughs> we're gonna dig in man i mean both of them welcome to the innovative builder podcast i am your host ty sunberg in this episode, I sit down with Tyler Jablonski to discuss his new role as a supervisor and some of the challenges that come along with it. Kind of diving right into it, I guess. What What do you enjoy the most about your job at JNRS? You've been here. How long have you been here, Tyler? Two years. Two so years. So It'll be two years in January. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that because it's right by our fishing trip. Our, with the in-laws, the Eileys go on a fishing trip and... Oh, yeah. Every year it's like, well, here's my anniversary fishing trip to Marion to Jane. That's right. I remember that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the people was <clears throat> the roundabout way of saying it when we had our review conversation. I mean, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think everybody has enjoyed the people within Jane. We all, like we had our Thanksgiving thing mm-hmm. on the group Me, Hey, yeah, I like the people that I work with. I agreed with Louie when he said, yeah, no matter who I'm working with, I'm happy to go for it. In fact, if it changes now and then, it's just going from good to better or great or whatever. It doesn't, it doesn't really, uh, you don't really not want to go see somebody. Right. It doesn't doesn't really matter what part of the business you're working in or what job site Mm -hmm. or what designer you have to coordinate with or what project manager. It's everyone's kind of just fired up to call them. Hey, how's it been? That kind of thing. Um, And then with the, with enjoying the people so much and the culture we have, it's mm-hmm. it's fun to get to, like this podcast. People get to know me. I mean, mm-hmm. so I'm a little shy, but it's it's fun to get to know other people too. And you get tighter, and the teams get tighter, and you can get more done. And it's it's only it only has positive benefits to just get become more open with people, more vulnerable, yep. more. I mean, of course, you can get too far, but right. I like the people. I like the idea that people matter a ton. Like yep. that. We had that video. Long Novel concept. Huh? People matter. It's like, yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're in the ditch. It's not like, why aren't you at work? You're in the ditch. Well, you need pulled out. We'll, right. we'll come pull you out. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the cool thing is almost everybody when we do these sit downs says the same thing. Yeah. It comes back to the people. So I think that's, I think that's a good sign. Yeah. I like money too. Money seems like no. <laughs> I like the I like the growth and the and the path. That, like <clears throat> like you visit it when we were talking in the foreman meeting. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I picture a career and a career not with no you know thirty five thousand dollar McDonald's income. I picture making it like an engineer income. Like how how right. how accurate can you get that? And I feel that's um, that's the other part I love about it because I. I had a conversation with somebody who's going to school to be an engineer mm-hmm. and we we're, we stopped and we're kind of visiting. And he's like, well, what are you, why aren't you doing it? Kind of like his, his elbow, like, Hey, yeah, let's, why not try it? I did really good in school and I have an analytical mind. That's an right. engineer, like right. material. He's like, well, what do you like about your job? And I'm like, I mean, it's a really hard to put my finger on. I like, I can't remember how I phrased it, but I think I said, I like hanging with the boys. Kind of looks at me again. Is that what it's all about? Being with the boys? So, well, I mean, and I, and I started, you know, ruminating on it and trying to like solidify it. Like, fun is such a cheesy, cheap right. way to say that. I like right. I like my job because it's fun. Well, lots of things are fun. I mean, right. that's not meaningful. Right. 
but I also don't like the idea of it being like deeply meaningful, mm-hmm. but it is in a way like getting to know somebody. And there's a lot of personal challenges that every single person goes through. Yep. And when you're a tight team and you get those victories along with those other people, because we do, we help each other. And it's, it's a lot of minor, minor victories on a personal level that becomes deeply meaningful. Mm-hmm. And we also get to build awesome, beautiful homes and remodel and, not mm-hmm. only the home is beautiful for the customer, but their interaction with us has yep. been meaningful positive. and positive. Yep. And they can get fired up even about like, yeah, I would recommend my son go to work for you guys. Right. And it's like, yeah, that's that's what we want. So how is that possible that um, we can – is it easy to just say, okay, going forward, we're going to have a positive experience. We're just going to make sure that everybody's on the same page and the customer is going to have a positive experience. Do Go. Do it. Is that, is that how it works? I mean, how do we how do we get to a spot where that actually is reality and we are successful at it? This is actually like a legit question that I don't even know the answer to. Well, I mean, how would you just work backwards? Well, what do you want? You want people that can handle a project that's difficult and that the bumps in the road, they're going to handle it properly. Mm-hmm. And you find those people. So we find um, people like Matt, people like Ethan Kirby, people like Tanner, but not only um, do we find them, we train them and we give them the resources to handle everything. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's kind of uh, when you work backwards and say, well, what would I need in order to do this? Like I was thinking about that fishing trip after we went on it. It was, it's such a like almost iconic or like, ooh, fishing trip. Yeah, come work for us. Right. Well, it's, it's, it's not actually, it's like we go on that fishing trip and Everybody on that team gets bonded together a little tighter. Right. And I, it's it's not a uh, it's not the fishing that's important. It's the trip. And I know you've you've probably ta- ta- touched on that before, but mm-hmm. it's not actually an option if you are going to have positive people to make them care about each other. You can't you can't buy that with an app. You're saying the fishing trip isn't isn't that isn't the ticket? <laughs> no, I. I think we talked about this a little bit. Like I remember this year walking up to one of the condos where we were staying and there was like 10 guys sitting on plastic chairs on the driveway, you know, and we had several hours before the charter started and I pulled up a chair and, you know, guys were just slapping their knees and sitting in the sun, you know, and I'm just like, we just had an awesome conversation. It was like half reminiscing about that customer and this foreman, you know, he's a pain in the neck, you know, tongue in cheek. And I'm like, I don't even know how you could run a business without doing something like this. Yeah. Although at the same time, I'm 100% convinced that if I had to tell the team, like, there's no fishing trip this year, it wouldn't mean 10 people would leave. No. You know what I mean? Like it's, and it's, it's not, it's not the fishing trip. It's not the apparel. It's not the, what is it? You know, like it, Jade mentioned earlier, I don't know, caring about people. Is that? Is that all it is? Like, it's like, yeah, but don't tell me. Like, everybody cares about their employees. So to an extent. It's always a good, uh, anyway. The hardest good. the hardest part about even the fishing trip and any sort of, like, people matter in an attitude like that is it's not measurable. You can't say, well, that fishing trip happened, so. Yeah, what's the ROI on that? Yeah, there's no, like, key performance indicators that go, right. oh, hey, that fishing trip equals this. It's like, no, what it actually... I was, I was trying to measure it after the trip. And I remember um, visiting with my wife and being like, yeah, I now feel more comfortable 
that Ryan Adams act, instead of um, feeling super dumb, if I oh, forgot this, I need this. Hey, Ryan, can you run it right now? Right. Now that I've sat down with him at Red Robin and BSed and he's a golf and got to know him a little better, mm -hmm. I'm way less, I don't have as much anxiety calling him when I've made a mistake. Right. Like and, I need this in half hours or any way you can help me out. Uh huh. And if you, you only get the business relationship with somebody, you don't get that, uh, that level of comfort. And so now my anxiety about oh, how, what's Ryan thinking about that actually impacts my performance. It's not, yeah. it's not measurable. You can't be like, Oh, but it is. You like, invested in that relationship. You had an opportunity yeah. to invest not only in the business side, but the personal side. Yeah. And that's, that's probably what's kind of hard with it. Cause we all go to our jobs. We go to our careers every day. You show up and you've got all these this big assortment of people, right? How could you expect to like connect? Everyone's got a totally different lifestyle beliefs and all this, right? But when you for kind of like force everyone onto a bus and head across the country, it's like, <laughs> exactly. you kind of, it's not like you yeah. forced them, but you, and you start, you're forced to have that. Yeah. You're, you're forced to have that personal interaction. And even let's say it's awkward. Like, oh, oh yeah. I got to sit by this gal. I've never even talked to her before. Like the fact that you, had that conversation and forced each other to ask a few questions, even, even in awkwardness, like that was like earned oh, yeah. rapport, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And kind of almost like you said, being forced into it. Sometimes mm -hmm. you get right. Yeah. And you're way more comfortable. Yeah. Huh. Um, cool. So the people that's, that's good. That's, that's what we always push for. So the, as far as what we at JNRS value in you, Tyler, yeah. where do I start? So we we do a little exercise. Um, it's a GWC, we call it, right? And you know about this because <laughs> we do it on everybody. Yeah. You know, we're doing it in our supervisor meetings all the time for the field guys under you guys. And um, more or less just a way to tie the core values to each person and kind of grade them, right? Like it's a basic point system. and. I hate getting too far into that crap, like having policies for all this stuff, but this has just been a really solid yeah. way to analyze each person from a core value standpoint, like from a traits standpoint. So we did this with you, um, right? And oh, yeah. we went over that. I don't have it in front of me today, but um, yeah, what, what we really what we really appreciate in you um, is obviously when we promoted you to supervisor, you didn't have a ton of experience in the field, right? And we knew that and we knew that going into it, but it kind of went back to this idea that, you know, human centered, that's my mind, our most important core value. That's the, the positivity, the attitude, the desire to learn personal growth end of it. Right. You scored awesome in that. That's, that's what we, that's our biggest factor. Um, innovative. That's like the creative thinking side of it, right? The thinking outside the box, um, not just doing something because that's the way it's always been done, but understanding there are like fundamentals and it feels like you, you've totally got that. Um, and then thorough, our third core value. That's the, the attention to detail and getting, getting everything dialed in and having a desire to. So, so yeah, that's, that's where we, we love your attitude. We loved your, we love your, I think you won the Innovate, Innovate, Innovation Award this year. I think that was. That it was. <clears> when we were Christmas. talking about that, I was like, I think that might be tied to inexperience more than anything else. <laughs> Let's do this. Why? 
<laughs> I've never done Qu- it before. Question everything. <laughs> right. No, and that, but it's true. You, you're the guy that's going to be like, I'm revamping my trailer. Like this drive me nuts. And middle of the day, all of a sudden there's sawdust flying and the trailer's getting revamped. And it's, some guys go their whole career without even, it's like you just go into the trailer and that's however it's set up. That's how we're doing it, you know? Yeah. So there's a reason you won that award. That was all the peers elected you for that. So, but yeah. Um, and then of course we, we always like to chat about improvements. Is there anywhere that, you know, you Tyler think you could improve? Yeah. Yeah. And, that's what I was kind of curious about with this podcast. I haven't uh, nailed all of ours. I haven't listened to all of ours yet. So I'm going to find where the, everybody else can improve <laughs> and make sure I'm, I'm just kidding. We have such a good culture. I can feel pretty free to be like, yeah, right. no, I need to make sure that all my. Third yeah. What do we talked about? What, what was, what was the feedback that you got on <clears throat> that? I mean, our PMs and well, myself are kind of your direct reports and we, we go through that exercise and there's, I think there was one spot on thorough where you didn't score as well as the other areas. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I visited with, with Rory about it. I don't yeah. know. Did you ever talk to him about that? Uh, yeah. After our review? After no, our before. Sit-down? Oh no, I haven't talked to him because <clears> I'd I'd visited with him. We'd uh, been up in the second floor, and I was like, "I have no idea how good I'm doing." You know, you don't ever like as once you get into a foreman, and a, you might be alone a little bit more. You don't know how good you're doing. Right. So, hey, how am I doing? So he GWC'd me. So GWC me. All right. And thorough is where it was like, ooh, it was kind of funny because the thorough aspect when we GWC, it's get it, want it, have the capacity. Well, pretty much everybody can have the capacity. If you're two legs, two arms, you you got the ability in a brain. Um, do you want it? I mean, you ask somebody, do you want to have every T right. and every I? Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you get it? Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's passable, but he was kind of like, the hard part is, I don't understand if you get it, Tyler. Do you get um, everything on that list checked off? And that's, that's my biggest imp- improvement is like my trailer and improving it. Very likely to just, oh, this sucks. I got a way better idea on start that idea, but just getting it all the way. My drawers mm-hmm. in my trailer, are, they look, they operate really smooth, but if you pull on them too hard, they crash to the floor and Connor. I haven't quite figured that one out yet. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to fix it. I just haven't done it yet. <laughs> the temporary measures really drift into permanent. Yeah, you know, yeah. The duct tape gets thicker and thicker on the things, and then you realize the zip tie is way better than duct tape. And right, right. A little structure there, but... <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the biggest thing and I know we talked about um overconfidence I think as well and oh, yeah. we had that conversation it was really fascinating because um I had meant to talk to Roy or Nate about it and just visit I'm I'm not an offended person right I honestly we have a lot of things we can't see our own faults right. as easily as we can be like oh boy this person really needs to Right, you know, right. dump this girl, whatever. Right, right. No, it's true. Right? <laughs> we don't haven't had that problem yet either. But um, overconfidence—it's a fascinating thing in our industry because, like you said, I got promoted to supervisor, and I'm young, and I don't know much. And um, I'd visited with two of the guys today. And I'm like, so that that came up. I'm like, what do you guys think? What do you? I mean, it's great to have your supervisors GWCU. But I'd also kind of like to be graded by you. Like, what do you, you guys see my moles and my zits more than anybody else. Mm-hmm. What's, what's, and I asked him about the overconfidence and it was funny because we were Caleb Foley. It's like, I mean, overconfidence 
sometimes as an apprentice, if the foreman isn't super confident on what he's doing, I'm not even comfortable working because I feel like no matter how good a culture you got, you're a little worried that I did it wrong and I'm the one who did it. Right. I might have had the instructions, but I'm the one who actually did it wrong. And so um, that one I've, I definitely have to – I think the structure of overconfidence is when things are black and white. And I have a struggle with that. Like I don't know what I land on the disc. I think it's a high D. Like, oh, yeah. I like to make a decision and move on. Make a decision, move on. Things are black and white. Yep. And that's a that's a danger for me to be like, oh, this person's just this way because that's the way they are. Instead of being like, oh, you know what? I could be I could be wrong. Let's be more humble. Let's you know be like Mike Schaefer. Like Mike Schaefer has done it so many times. You right. can tell he's. He's confident on how on his method and how it's going to get done because of not, his experience. But he's we not confident. About that. He's not going to go. Oh yeah, it's going to take this amount of time, and it's going to. He's he's a little, he, you know where he's going to hesitate. Marlon um, did some plumbing at, our, at my house last night, oh, yeah. and we went down to the basement, and uh, <clears throat> he has done lots of plumbing. Oh yeah. And I had, we're looking for the main house shut off valve, and he looks at it and he gets his look in his face and he's like. I'm 100% confident. I don't know how this is going to go. I, I want to let you know that I might crank this thing and we might have water squirting. <laughs> these are these are old valves. This is a um, – I've never actually seen that gauge before in my life. And he kind of looks at me and he's like – It's the main shutoff and if it, yeah. does, if it breaks or – We got to get the city to shut it off and we got to put – I mean this, this hasn't ever been done before. And he was super comfortable saying it and he's like, and you've got more than one valve here. So we're, we're not going to be like squirting water everywhere, but this this might get fun. And it was like six thirty or seven p.m. And he's like, oh, "All right, let's do it." But his his openness with his right. experience was it's worth it to not pretend that nothing. Right. Can go he wrong. didn't try to like, oh, I got this. We'll be good. Yeah. You know, like yeah, like as you being the customer. You know, and maybe I mean, he was a little more comfortable with you as a fellow employee, but yeah, likely he would have done the same thing with any customer. But even even with that, as a as a customer to JNR at that moment, I was like. I need to I need to do that better. I'm a young foreman. Mm -hmm. And if I don't know how to do something and I'm a little bit like leery about it, it's okay to communicate that. Right. Most of the customers, if they're like as as long as he communicated the worst case scenario too. He's like, right. I mean, we just have water. It's not gonna burn the house down. Right. Um and if I communicate well, I mean, worst case scenario, the house isn't falling over. It's gonna right. be right. I'm gonna have to fill an extra large putty now or whatever right, whatever right. sort of decision it is, micro decision. Um, that overconfidence, like, I don't need to, I can be a little more transparent. I mm -hmm. can, but not do it in a way that's, uh, I mean, make, making people, I mean, um, we had a job where I backed a skid steer out of a garage mm -hmm. with a high-end customer and it's like, hey, have you done this before? It's like, no, don't, don't make me do that. <laughs> Connor showed up and he's actually driven, hey, back it out of the garage. I don't want to. He's like, no, I mean, you, you, you're going to, you're going to have to learn how to do this at some point. Here's the instructions. I mean, obviously not like right. go completely dunk me under, but no, go ahead and swim. Go right. ahead. Right. Um, and and when she, the customer was standing right there when Rory asked me, it's like, how do I handle this now? I mean. Right. Should I say, oh, should, yeah, I got this. <laughs> should or should I be like, like I, got uh, this. I have no idea, but I'll do it anyway. And don't mind the crease in the Model T. <laughs> <laughs> right. Didn't they have Model T or Model A yeah, or something? Yeah, and, and a Porsche in the, in the garage. Was, oh, yeah, Porsche too. I made eye contact with that Porsche's headlights and was like, all right, don't mess up now. So as you're talking, Tyler, I was kind of thinking a little bit back to your experience. How many years have you been 
in the how many years of construction experience do you have yeah i would i would give myself five five years five years yeah so just even as a note to like our listeners you know this could be this podcast could be around for decades and we've got customers that are going wait this guy's coming out to my house like he's being way too transparent you know he why'd they even put him in this role you know obviously skills and aptitude comes into play too right I mean, yeah we've been in business for 27 years and we continue to produce the same results we did when you know we had seasoned gray-haired veterans in all the roles yeah um so i think kind of understanding like and going back to like what we value in you like you do have good experience like it's not it's not like you're totally green yeah. I, I think just by like the the general standards of the world you probably have you're probably a pretty green pretty green supervisor or foreman but yeah so. it's it's funny though because the skills that are required to be foreman um me and tanner were talking after i asked for the gwc and it's like well i asked him that question i was like the the last question on on, our, on the reviews where do you want to be in five years so where, where do you want to be in five years you want to be foreman and he's kind of like he's he's thinking about it. he's i don't know if i'd make jnr money as a foreman I'm like oh no you wouldn't for the first <laughs> little bit i mean i'm not asking if you want to be if you're going to be a good foreman Right. It's going to take a bit. It's going to. Right. But the, the consequences of a bad versus a good foreman, what's the consequences? What makes a bad one? Right. A bad one is one who doesn't communicate when they're wrong and, and can't handle that. Like I would say the worst problem a foreman can have is not being able to be wrong. I mean, I've, I have been wrong so many times. Yep. It's, it's hilarious. Right. And to be able to be wrong, do it well and be like, and answer the questions. Be like, hey, right. send a quick text to Rory. I've done this. 35 times and I still will even Mike Schaefer. I remember listening to a conversation he had with a, with Nate and being like, he's confirming those details. Like that's so standard, mm -hmm. but a good foreman confirms all these details and the projects themselves and the skills that are required to do the projects are really basic. Mm -hmm. You can learn them really quickly, Yep. but to be able to do them well, um, that, that takes time and that takes like the, right. um, the, the, the small experiences you have over right. however many years of, oh, to fix this problem, like Mike Schaefer came out when I was building a deck and I forgot to put my post bracket on. And post bracket, you could you could look at Tyler and be like, you moron, you're not, right. you don't have enough experience to be in this position. Well, Mike was there and he happened to be there for half an hour. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, I got a bottle jack and he just screwed in here and he lifted it up and we slipped the post on it. I kind of was like, wow. <laughs> I mean, have you done that before? And he's like, he just grinned. He's like, of course I have. <laughs> Right. He's like, you ain't the first one, you ain't going to be the last. <laughs> it's like, yes, there's there's consistent. Mm -hmm. That's the thing about human beings is we make mistakes. Yep. And it's a, a foreman position or having enough experience. It's how do you handle the mistakes? Oh, yeah. Uncle Jim used to always say, if you ain't making mistakes, you're fired. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was a pretty simple idea, but it's exactly, it goes back to who we are really. Like, yeah. you, you, ha you Everybody makes mistakes, you know. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, we talked a lot about that kind of overconfidence and confidence and how, what can happen. And uh, especially in our line of work where you've got young supervisors and young players on the team, right? In the field, especially. You kind of get to a certain point in your learning process where you feel like you've kind of got it, kind of got a good handle on everything. So naturally your confidence goes up. But then almost like at the same time, you realize how much you still don't know. So then you like overcompensate for this. And that's, mm -hmm. that's kind of that overconfidence. 
Yeah. And I kind of told a story about years ago and my dad had to, I was in a similar spot and it was one of my first jobs and I was getting all frustrated about something and ah, we shouldn't be running jobs like this. You know, it was my first job, you know, and I'm like griping and, and it, the conversation kind of came around and I'm like, what, what's, what's my problem? Am I too overconfident? And he's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh crap. You know, and it's, I think that's, it's pretty natural. Yeah. Right? But that's kind of what we had, you and I had, had a chance to talk about is how do you, how do you deal with that? Or how do we, how do we talk about it so that like these new supervisors coming up, like understand that this will happen. It's okay. Or, or even that it's okay to be transparent. That you don't right. have to make the mistake of right. overcome. Like, I don't think I've um, the first job we I got to do mm -hmm. <laughs> was this project, and the I remember room. rolling through, and I'm meeting with the electricians. You had disappeared. You were disappeared. busy because you've got a business to run. Anyways, and he's talking about Cat Six lines. I had no idea what a Cat Six line was, mm -hmm. and I was just the electrician was speaking a different language. So I got I got lucky, and the first job I ever did was. Completely like, why am I? But um, I learned how to ask questions really, really quick. Yeah. And the customer was me. Yeah. But you had that unique opportunity. Yeah. But it was a very, very challenging project too. Yeah. But what I guess I, my, my point on the overconfidence thing is I'm, I'm curious because that felt very humbling. Mm -hmm. But I had a conversation with Connor and he's like, I mean, what? It's like, how do you handle when you suddenly don't know what to do next? Have the guys clean, period. Make the guys clean, figure out what to do next because they'll feel it and they'll feel it. And you want to go forward with confidence with everything that you mm -hmm. do. And it, it was it's kind of an interesting paradox to right. be trans. How transparent do you be? It's a feeling thing. Right, how transparent right. do you be with everybody? Right. And I think for the, for the new foremans, it's like, no, be transparent when you, when you don't know what to do. Like with Nate um, – I got really comfortable being like, no, you're FaceTiming and draw it. Draw it for me. Right. I don't get it. Instead of being like, pretty sure I know what he's talking about. Right. I'm going to build it and I'm going to send a picture. Right. And then I don't have to look dumb. Then right. I don't have to look like I don't know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. It's like, just have the humility to be like, no, I died. I'm just, right. I'm dumb. Just, just draw it out. <laughs> right. No, and that's where I think you, Tyler, have kind of unique like knowledge around like we talked about it, like you've got some overconfidence and like, is that there's probably good overconfidence and probably negative overconfidence that turns into ego, which is e strong ego is a character flaw, right? It's, yeah. it's, yeah. it's not good. Like there's very few cases where having a strong ego is going to be work out pretty well for yourself. You know, the only people who like, uh, what are them peacocks or other peacocks? Right. Right. That's just, they got the big fan of color, uh -huh. right? Exactly. No, everybody else, I want that. But I think the fact that we're even able to have this conversation and not be getting all upset with each other, you know, it's like, no, we. I want you to grow. I want you to grow into the next thing, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, that's it, tying that back to even Jane R. That's what, what I like about it is because I can be comfortable. I mean, like, it's not going to it's not going to come back to bite me to be wrong. Mm -hmm. The only way it's going to come back to bite me is if I hide it. If I go, oh, yeah. yeah I, was, right. I knew that I didn't understand it, but I didn't want to look dumb, so I didn't do it right, and now i got to redo this. It's like, yeah, I've been bitten enough times. Now. Right, right. No, and 
we talked we've talked many times internally about how you don't you can't get away with much when it even just comes to like your ability and your your nature and like generally speaking no matter what role you're going to fill like within the first day everybody pretty knows everyone pretty much knows what kind of a guy you are what what your ambitions are what your skill sets are what you don't know like you can most of the time figure that out a lot quicker than most people realize yeah and the yeah. sooner that that receiving person understands that and the sooner they go transparent and authentic and just you know the better and that's where we can work with you yeah if people can't open up early on I and mean, we've seen that right mm -hmm. if people can't open up early on we, it's really hard to work with that it's like yeah. i don't know if it's going to work that's that's our core you could values. be the best yeah you could be the best carpenter in the world but if you came in and you wouldn't talk to us or you wouldn't like tell us about your dreams and your ambitions and ask where you, you need to improve it might not work out yeah mm -hmm. it's real we've, we've we've talked about it as a team we've had to let people go because of it and yeah so where do you see yourself tyler and i think i originally i said five years but sometimes i like to do the two year too where do you see yourself in two years and the same thing in two years yeah it's like when Tanner asked, when I was asking about being a foreman, it's like, I am, I don't know if I'd call myself a good foreman yet. I mean, even in five years, it's going to be, it's going to take a long time before I'm Mike Schaefer, Matt Ward, you know, um, Connor, Rory, like that, that ability and how they handle all the, it's, it's so much fun to work with somebody who's mm -hmm. good, who's been doing it for a long time. Mm -hmm. Like I remember, um, talking to one of our apprentices and we were visiting about, oh, it'd be kind of nice to get this person because they've been doing it for 20 years and I just worked with them. Mm -hmm. And he had a s intuitive grasp of everything that needed done and what I needed to be doing. Yep. And also taught me along the way. And I'd like to get to that point and, and sit there because how I feel JNR is structured now is that that would not only be remarkably fulfilling, but it'd also be profitable. Right. Having, having a guy with gray in his beard who's made mistakes, who's done like Mike Schaefer, um, there's, you can always find somebody who's going to do it cheaper. You right. can always find, oh, yeah. but JNR isn't about that. We're not about, no. um, every single thing, bottom dollar. We're about making things better. Yep. And with that thought being a foreman and it getting better and better every day in every way, kind of a style, I don't, I don't see myself diving out of foreman as soon as I can. I'm not like looking to be project shoot, manager. Shooting tomorrow. for a promotion in the next yeah. year or two. It's like, why not, why not master this? I mean, I don't even know if Mike Schaefer would say that he'd mastered it. So it's like, or or Matt or any of Connor. Um, but why not? Why not see how good I can get at this? Right. Why not see how fired up I can make somebody yep. when they jump on my crew and jump on in, into my house? You're saying because you have like a few more years left in your career, so why not <laughs> have a little patience? <laughs> no, yeah. and honestly, like we we have all these conversations all the time in our meetings, like. What is the rush, people? Why are we, why is our society in such a rush to like get to the next thing? And it's our generation, right? We're, we're impatient. We all know what feeds into that social media and swipe right for a date and a package on your doorstep. But like, what? I think it isn't like that in your career. It can't be. You've got 40 years. You got to do this for 40 years, you know? So I think it's slow down, focus on the details, do it right enjoy every day and every minute of every day i mean it, 
easier said than done, but boy, I, I, in all of our reviews that we do, um, I do one a week with, with somebody on the team. One of the things I'm most impressed with our team, and I see it in you too, Tyler, and that is patience. Like we have a patient team. Like we're kind of, I don't know. I think that might be one of our secret weapons. We're giving away secret weapons here, but yeah. Um, honestly, I think it's just we've been able to breed some patience in the team. And there's times when things aren't always going great, right? Yeah, yeah. Even sometimes when the business itself isn't doing great, we just talk about it as a team, you know. And, and people are kind of in it for the long haul, and that's I don't know how to do that or how we how we have all got there, but I see it, and it's it's pretty amazing. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's great to consider. Like when I was foreman, mm -hmm. um, Lauren decided to go to Westcom. Oh yeah, for a couple months. Who, or something. Who was my first right hand man? I can't remember, but I remember being a little bit like, "Ooh, I'm not Connor. I'm not Matt. I'm not as smart as these guys. Who would even want to, you know, kind of commit themselves to my crew? Because yeah. that is kind of a commitment." And, a little self-conscious right and it's kind of considered a promotion like <clears throat> if you get established on a crew yeah. in our company it's and that's a good thing and not only that they're gonna have to deal with me we're gonna i'm gonna see them about as much as i see my family right there's yep sometimes more 10 hours a day um and it's uh it's nice that i can actually begin a relationship with everyone on the crew and know that it's not going to be for six months you yep. commit way more to the relationship you commit you know you be way more vulnerable. Yep. And if something's not okay, you, it's it's come almost like getting married. When you get married, you suddenly realize, oh, hey. It is a marriage of sorts. Yeah, you, you're going to say it. You know what bugs me when you do that? Whereas you wouldn't say it in another situation. And so then you get in that right. debate, let's say, and you fix it because you don't want to deal with it for however long. And then you fix it and it's better for both of you. And it only, it only gets better. It yep. only like being married to the guys that I'm married to. Yep. It's, we solve a lot of different issues and different things. And yeah, you go through a lot of the same experiences that you do in your own personal marriage. Exactly. And you, you learn how to, how to work as a team, just like teams are in any sort of sport. It gets better and it gets, it gets. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the quality of your relationship, whether it's your spouse, your coworkers, your parents, your grandparents, your siblings, the quality of that relationship is an exact proportion to the, amount of communication yeah 100%. right i mean that's like seems like common sense but your grandma that you touch base with once or twice a year that relationship is just that much different than your coworkers oh, yeah. and your wife it just yeah so if we can think about that every day as we're going navigating each day and understanding like they're not going to all be great days <laughs> i mean this week we had <laughs> we had some cold we had some ugly weather and yeah Boy, I, every morning I wake up, it's zero or below. I just oh, kind of get a little. I think actually, think about them guys in the field, and and then you see some video come through where you got Pat just double thumbs up, you know, with his true work gear on, and it's just like, wow, what a team! It's it's pretty cool. That's 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 why everybody's trying to get to the office. It's because we live in Duluth. I think that's the biggest. there's heat. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. Yeah, there's a heated bathroom. There's heated everything. It's like whoa. Everything's heated. No, and it's. There's, there's definitely a luxury for sure, but I think I was talking to Jace a little bit this morning. He he was in the field for a few years and 
he's doing a lot of sales now in his first say six months he's been doing a lot of sales training and what did they say i was just like quite an eye-opener huh like it's a ton of work isn't it and he was like oh yeah it's, it's not it's not better <laughs> there's just different problems. right all of a sudden now you got the owners of the company like what where are we at on this lead like what you know and you got your sales trainer jeff like okay let's role play this again how are you going to do this how are you remember remember the process we talked about like you know we can't forget about that this is an important part of you know yeah understanding the customer's needs we need to and it's pressure and he's like oh yeah it is he said it's it's way more what do you say it's way more emotional emotionally uh taxing than i thought it would be but i said well 2022 is going to be great because the amount of training and experience that you've got in the first six months here are going to be it'll pay off and so one other question i wanted to ask tyler before we kind of wrap up here was my goal with this podcast is that we don't ever like i don't want it to be a commercial like as soon as it sounds like and I, we've kind of all well, good good <laughs> we've been talking about jnrs for almost an hour now probably right and how great it is and utopia and <laughs> but there's got to be some tough days some frustrations right oh yeah what what has been the most challenging part of your job like just legit because i don't it, it can't be like there's there's got to be real frustrations i mean oh yeah without totally throwing someone on the team under the bus you're not the team right i can <laughs> you can throw me under the bus all you want Hey, what's that we could edit it out, I guess. <clears throat> yeah, no, that's why I figured this would be the most edited podcast you did. <laughs> Boy, no, that one's that was kind of a curveball. Most challenging part. I mean, there's got to be days where it's just like you go home. You and can't. You cannot like, go to what bed. What a crappy work. day. That that's 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 my biggest. <laughs> this isn't a job that you can fall asleep. I mean, there's days where you're putting trim. For eight hours straight, and you wipe right. it off, wipe it off. Right. But the, especially as a foreman, no, I can't fall asleep. You don't get much downtime to there's, reflect. There, <laughs> <laughs> this is time to reflect, and but there's a the hard part is the expectation. I kind of rebel against it. Oh, we have a high expectation because we don't have like, well, um, hey, you can, you know, you can breathe and you, you got arms, and it, it feels really basic. The stuff that we require, like being human centered. Do you get it? Yeah, I kind of understand why it'd be a good mm -hmm. quality to be right. human-centered and innovative. All that, that's not a high standard, but we also, um, it is actually a standard. Right. And if you fall asleep at the wheel and be a zombie, it comes, you, you can't do that very long at right. JNR. It's like, hey, you dropped the ball on this and this, and we have a we have a accountability system that's um, fair. It's very fair, but you it's saying, also... So, sometimes you might catch yourself being frustrated with a certain phone call like, dude, I tried my best. Like, I honestly did my best, and you still had to call me out. Like, what's up with that? No, or, not even that. It's more like I knew I didn't do my best because I was asleep and whatever happened. Friday afternoon. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, I should have. <laughs> You're right. You can't get away with it because we have a high standard and we have accountability <laughs> in place. And that's that's even making you GNR sound even like a better company and more of an advertisement. But yeah, you um there's a lot of accountability. The other thing that's kind of So sucks. a lot of accountability can 
I mean, it can equal pressure. Yeah, right? it's, 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 it's real pressure. We have, we're not a cheap contractor either. Right. So the ex expectations are higher. Right. I mean, if, if you go into a job and bid it at the lowest and the customer's unhappy, you're kind of like, yeah, well, you get what you're paid for. And I cut as many corners as I could to get right, that right. done. We don't do that. And it's, there's pressure and there's expectation. And if, yeah, like, there's just a lot of things that can go wrong. And when they go wrong, you got to fix them immediately. Like right. this, it's, it's a high standard and it's not so much a high standard of people. Mm -hmm. I guess that when we were visiting, it's a high standard of product and of results yep. and. And that, experience. Yeah. And that's where, and that's where not taking things personally and getting mm -hmm. more humble with everything helps yep. because you can't take it personally when, dude, hey, that tape on that poly didn't seal off. And so right. now you got dust in the customer's kitchen. It's like, oh, well, I made that decision, you know, and you can ex right. make all the excuses. But reality is yeah. the customer paid X amount and that needs fixed. Yeah. And now they're mad. We got to we gotta go deal with that. Right. So it's kind of like this, like there's a high standard. It's a, it's a ton of work, like the responsibility of a supervisor. You've, you've got this kind of accountability because you got PMs like entrenched in every project. So they're yeah. right. And sometimes it might kind of feel like I just kind of want to coast today a little bit. <laughs> like you don't ever get that chance. Is that kind of, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't, there's no resting on the laurels. I mean like, all right, and we're good enough. I mean, there are days where mentally you're coasting here. Oh, right. well, yeah. And you're dropping a few balls or whatever. But. Yeah. But no, that's, it's I, not, it's not a crutch though. Yeah. I mean, it just, because then you're hearing about it. So you, you got to figure out how to deal with, deal with stuff. It's ironic because when you say what's, what, how did you phrase the question? Mm, what, what's been your biggest frustration? Yeah. Frustration. It's like, <laughs> it's not a frustration with the company. It's like, why can't I be lazy? <laughs> I just want to, want to sleep today. Okay. Let's just knock it off. And if I don't get everything done on the list, oh, well, I got it. You know, I put in eight hours. Right. But then it's like, oh, crap. He wants me to start this other job on Monday. And I did tell him that yeah. last Monday that it'd be a slam dunk. And here I am with another four hours of work yeah. to do. And I forgot this and I forgot this. Right. And then you end up ordering pizza and work until eight. And it's like, I kind of wanted to have that dinner company over tonight, but I mm -hmm. guess not. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, that's and, it, and it's actually part of the way we operate. Like we wouldn't, like, how else do we do it? We already told the customer we're going to be showing yeah. up at that next job. And, and that, and that particular frustration. Instead of just being like, well, the guy's, sorry, we're, we're starting Tuesday instead of Monday, you know? So. Yeah. No, we, and as far as that goes, that frustration is like, I don't really consider it a JNR prop. Like I can go, oh, JNR, oh, they just didn't burn so pressure. But I understand but obviously, no, work harder. Figure it out. Doesn't seem unreal, like an unrealistic no, it's not, it's not an pressure or something. Yeah, pressure. Because I know that, I mean, we're we're in construction of all things and we can all feel the pressure, right? And that's, it's a real thing. We have to balance that every day, you know? Yeah. I think one of the things that we try to really, really push is we don't need to work overtime. Like yeah. if a company's working overtime, we have a serious pinch going on. And yeah. I remember this fall, it kind of got to that. And it was like, who wants to volunteer to work overtime? And I think we had like a dozen guys, you know, raise their hand, single guys wanting extra money or whatever. And I was looking back over our scorecard a month or so ago. And um, one month it was like 
12 hours of overtime. The next month it was like 20. I think we got all the way up to like 200 hours even, but like that's that's not still that nothing for approved overtime for a, for a field staff of 25 uh -huh. guys, you know. Hmm. So I think we've entrenched that into our culture. Like we're working 40 hours, you know. It's just just how we roll. And it's it's funny because that ties back to the idea of it's a career. It's a right a banker. It's nine to five. Yeah, you're gonna break your back for 80 hours for five years and then wish you would have never got into concrete. Yeah. And, and that, even that attitude of the trades are a place that you're going to wreck your body. I'm like, <laughs> if you do it wrong. Yeah. Right. The only, the only time I've ever gotten injured is when I got in a stud pack and water, you know, and carrying as much two by four as you can, and you're weighing down and drop it. And you're like, Ooh, right. Ah, oh, that was a dumb idea. And that, right, right. and that's like, Oh, is that the trades? Problem? No. <laughs> and there's office people who sit on, uh, in a chair too long. And it's like oh, yeah. the idea that trades are going to wreck your body is almost comical to me. It is. It's, it's Especially with case. all the modern tools and equipment and Buy knee pads. Buy knee pads. Buy I knee mean, pads. We have our safety money. Buy right. knee pads. Use Ambic instead of Block and, you know, work work with these newer, more innovative products. Cool. Well, anything else? Any other questions for me? You know, we, we obviously kind of went over this in our, our real review, but for yeah. – for our team and people that could be listening. Nothing else. I just want to see who's next. <laughs> get Tanner in next. He's he'll hate me for saying it. Ryan, play the year. No, we, we gotta get Tanner. He's he, <laughs> he did not want to be in camp. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 tough, but I think the biggest thing is like when you just accept the fact that we're just chatting. It's just it's pretty sweet that I mean as far as internally and advertisement, I I haven't um actually visited about the podcast this is changing yeah, just kind just of like sprung, kind of reminds kind of me sprung it on you <laughs> yeah just ever changing i mean whatever sounds good let's go yeah like the idea well we look forward tyler to uh many more years ahead and making you the best supervisor we can and thank you for all your hard work and we really appreciate everything you did and thanks for coming in today yeah welcome thank you very much <laughs>